0: Has gone by at the home of George Kingfish Stevens without an argument or a harsh word. Right now, Sapphire, Kingfish, and Mama sit in the living room. All is quiet and serene.
1: Oh, what a wonderful week. No argument, no fight. Oh, yes, Dalton. I never been so happy and contented in my whole life.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, Mama. I gotta hand it to you. Sitting there in your rocking chair, you look just like Whistler's mother. Uh-huh. The only thing that might detract from the sweet artistic picture is your feet soaking in that pan of Epsom sauce there.
1: Well, George, we have fought a lot in the past, but, of course, when we did, I was always good-natured about it.
3: Yeah, you know you're right, honey. Of course, uh, I was a little more good-natured about it than you was, though. Uh,
1: George, dear. If you'll forgive me for correcting you, I is the good-natured one.
3: Well, if you don't mind me expressing an opinion here, I must say that if you was good-natured, you was the nastiest good-natured person. I don't (laughs) ever...
1: Stevens, it so happens it's been my good nature that has preserved the sweetness and light in our marriage. You bum! Yes, you miserable weasel. Don't you tell my daughter she ain't good natured. We has always been a good natured family. And if you say once more that we ain't, I'm gonna let you have it in the kisser with this pan of Epsom salt. <laughs>
3: Wait a minute! If we get any more good natured around here, the neighbors is gonna call the riot squad again. <laughs>
1: any man can be good natured if he spends his life sponging off a couple of poor women. Mama's right, George.
3: Well, is yes, that so? Well, let me tell you something. I could walk out of here right now and come back tonight with five or six hundred dollars in my pocket, just like that.
1: Five or six hundred dollars, huh? Well, here's your hat, and there's the door. And don't you come back till you got it, you Mr. Big Mouth.
3: All right, I will. Hmm. I got to get $500 by the night. And I got to get it by using my ingenuity. Hmm. I wonder if I went back and there if settle for a dollar and a quarter. I... Uh, hello? Hello? Uh, hello? Is this the Ever Ready Loan Company? Uh, the one that advertises over the television? Uh money quick, no red tape. Uh fine. Now my name is George Kingfree Stevens and I want to borrow five hundred dollars. You wanna know what? Where I work? Now look, we ain't gonna get no place if you're gonna pull the red tape on me right off the bat. Mr. <laughs> you well are. I know you has rules, but Miss Everready, if you could just let me uh 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 hold the phone a minute, uh somebody just come into office here. Uh, can I help you, madam?
1: I'm looking for Mr. Wilson.
3: Uh, no Mr. Wilson here. I want a telephone here. Yeah, wait a minute. Uh, hello, uh, Miss Everready. Uh, about that loan, I know you as a man of kindness, of pity, and...
1: Are you sure there's no Mr. Wilson here? I wrote to this address about paying him a $2,500 reward.
3: Uh, like I, uh, begging him, Miss Everready. uh, uh, like, uh... Hold the phone. <laughs> Yeah. Madam, uh, you say something about the uh, twenty-five uh dollar reward? No,
1: no, twenty-five hundred dollars.
3: Uh, yeah. Uh Miss Everettie, uh, are you still there? Fine. Drop dead. <laughs> uh Madam, pull up a chair here. Now, uh, about this twenty five hundred dollars, uh
1: Well am I in the right place? Is this the Wilson Detective Agency? Uh,
3: uh, uh yeah, 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 that's what it is all right, Yeah, that that's Well, it. then you know all about it from my letter. Your letter, uh, well now, uh, let me explain to you about your letter. You see, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, we being a detective agency here, we don't want no evidence laying around, so I done tore up your letter after I read it. You see what I mean? Yeah, now? yeah. Now you better refresh my memory up on the thing. What, what was in the thing there? What, uh, what?
1: Well, I see. Well, like I said in my letter, my husband, Reginald Simpson, deserted me 25 years ago.
3: Deserted you, huh?
1: Yes. And I've come into some money recently, so I'm prepared to pay your detective agency $2,500 if you can locate him.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, it all comes back to me now, yeah, yeah. Well, now, don't worry, we'll locate the boy for you.
1: Well, I imagine Reginald has changed a lot in 25 years. Mm -hmm. All I have to go on is this one picture of him. Now, this was taken on our honeymoon.
3: Mm, Let me see here. Oh, honeymoon in Alaska. I see he's leaning against the totem pole there. (laughs)
1: That's me. Oh, oh.
2: <laughs>
3: Yeah, so it is. You never see a totem pole blowed up like that, I know. Uh, you ain't seen him for 25 years.
1: Hmm. Now, you think you'll be able to locate him? You can see from the picture there that he's tall and thin and wears a straw hat.
3: Yeah, but you know how peoples can change. I wouldn't be surprised if today he might very well be fat, dumpy, and wearing a derby, you know. So you see, Andy, the whole thing is simple. All you got to do is to pose as this Reginald Simpson, and we can get the $2,500 reward. Well, I don't want to punch no
4: holes in a good idea right off the bat, Kingfish, but... Seems to me it's ideas like this that make Leavenworth and San Quentin the big success they is today.
3: Oh, now, look, Andy, uh, there ain't no danger. You see? Uh, she thinks that I as a detective. See, she come into office by mistake. Yeah. Now, she ain't seen her husband in 25 years.
4: Yeah, well, maybe that's all right. Uh, what did this Miss Simpson look like?
3: Well, now, I got a picture right here, Andy. Uh, there she is right there on a honeymoon. Wow.
4: She sure was a homely looking young gal, all right. Say, hey, look at there. That's a nice string of beads round her neck. What kind is they?
3: Right, let me look here. Uh no, no, Andy, them ain't beads. It's just that the moles on her chin has kind of uh happened to grow in a the semicircle there. <laughs> what a mess. She is awful. Now listen, Andy. The years has done mellowed, Mrs. Simpson. She is a real dignified looking old lady. Her face to sagged quite a bit and Now them moles give her a nice mutton chop effect. (laughs) She looked a little like Henry Clay.
4: (laughs) Nothing doing, Kingfish. I ain't gonna be her long-lost husband, Reginald Simpson. Not
3: with a face like that. Now, wait a minute, Andy. Listen. Now, look here. You look away from the picture a minute and think about that $2,500. Yeah. You got that in your mind there? Yeah. Fine. Now look back at the picture. Mm. What do you say, Andy? Just call me Reggie. (laughs) you talking boy
4: Yeah well I like the $2500 all right but I still don't see how we're going to convince
3: Mrs Simpson that I was her husband Leave it to me Andy any man that could sell the Titanic for scrap three times in one year won't have no trouble unloading a hunk of junk like you now you don't <laughs> Good
5: evening this is your Rexall family druggist, with the kind of news I like to tell you. Next Wednesday morning, October 15th, Rexall's tremendous one-cent sale begins. From then until the closing of the stores, Saturday night, you can buy two guaranteed Rexall products for the price of one, plus a penny. Yes, a penny more buys twice as much. What's more, this offer applies to literally hundreds of drug and household needs. From aspirin to imported olive oil, from Christmas cards to bobby pins, from cold cream to stationery. But most important of all, these are Rexall products. And you can depend on any drug product that bears the name Rexall. So remember, friends, starting next Wednesday, a penny more buys twice as much. At Rexall drugstores, everywhere.
4: You say you done phoned Miss Simpson and told her you found her long-lost husband. That's right, Andy. And she be here in a half an hour for the cheerful reunion, my boy. Yeah, but suppose she starts asking me questions about our marriage. I ain't going to be able to answer them. After all, if we was married, we must have struck up some kind of acquaintanceship.
3: <laughs> well, now, that's covered, Andy, old boy. You see, she thinks that I as a detective. So me and her has done worked out a plan. Mm-hmm. Now, she has got four questions that if you know the answer to, will prove you as her long-lost husband. Yeah, well, what is the question? Now, here's question number one. Now, listen, Andy, the first question is the state that you was married in, the state that you honeymooned in, and the state you deserted in. Now, the answer is to question number one, California, Washington, and North Dakota. California, Washington,
4: and North Dakota.
3: And the second question is the name of your three children. They is Mandy, Morton, and John. Mandy, Morton, John. Question number three, she going to ask you, she going to say, I once had an operation, what did they remove? And the answer is four gallstones.
4: Four gallstones.
3: And the last question she going to ask you is, she going to say, what did you give me for a wedding present? And the answer to that is a silver fox jacket. Yeah, silver fox jacket. Now, you got it straight,
4: Annie. Them is the four questions she going to ask you. Kingfish, I'll remember them answers word for word, or my name ain't Reggie Simpleton. Simpsons, you fool. Oh, yeah.
3: Yes, Mrs. Simpson, allow me to introduce you up with your long-lost husband, Reginald.
1: Oh, Reginald, after all these years, looking at you, I can hardly believe you's alive.
3: Uh, likewise. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
3: well, old Reg here yeah, look just the same, don't it, Mrs. Simpson? Well, I don't know. Years ago, he was so thin, and now he's so big and heavy. Yeah, well, now, your genuine long-lost husband was explaining that to me. Uh, Right after he deserted you, why, he got a bad case of the bloating virus. (laughs) after he got that, why, the next thing he got was the puffy pleurisy. (laughs) And then lately he's had a touch of gout. So, with the bloating, the puffing, and the gouting, he is the fat swab that you see today.
1: But I would like to make certain he's really original.
3: Yeah, well, well I don't blame you about that. Though. Put him to the test there. Ask him them full vital questions you we done worked out there. Yeah, that's right.
4: Ask me anything.
1: Very well. What were the names of our three children?
4: California, Washington, and North Dakota.
1: <laughs> well, I better ask you another one. Now, I once had an operation. What did they remove?
4: A uh, silver fox jacket.
1: <laughs> Is that so? Well, what did you give me for a wedding gift?
4: Four gallstones.
1: <laughs> what in the world is you talking about? You was giving me all the wrong answers.
4: Well, what is you talking about? you give giving me all the wrong questions.
3: <laughs> now, just, just wait a minute Charlie. Let everybody calm down here, and let's see what done not happen, Mr. Simpson. I tell you what. You see, I think your long-lost husband here is all excited about meeting you. Now, let's quiet down here and start the whole thing over, will you? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah
1: well, very well. I guess we are all a little excited. Yeah. Now, let's start all over again. Now, I had an operation. What did they take out?
4: California, Washington, and North
2: Dakota. What? Now, now,
3: now, Mill Simpson, uh, (laughs) just just ask him another question, will you, please, ma'am? What did you give me as a wedding gift?
4: Mandy, Morton, and John. (laughs) I ever heard of. No, me. I was getting a headache.
3: Uh, excuse me, Miss Simpson, uh, while I take your long lost husband over in the corner here. Uh, right this way, long lost husband. Come yeah, on, okay. <laughs> Yeah. What's wrong with you, you big dummy? You done messed the thing up. Well, she done switched the questions on me. Now, I look, stupid. This means $2,500. And the next time she asks you a question, think before you answer the thing.
4: Yeah, okay. I'll get it straight. You know something, came from... What? She sure do look like Henry Clay. Okay. <laughs>
3: Come on, then. Well, Well, uh, it's all right now, Miss Simpson. Well, this
1: is your last chance. Reginald, what did you give me for a wedding present?
3: A silver fox jacket. Hey, see there, yeah. Oh, he really your husband, all right. Ask him another question. All
1: right. What were the names of our three children?
4: Manny, Moe, and Jack.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what was that?
2: Well,
1: I
4: mean Mandy, Morton, and John.
3: Yeah, you see there, Miss Simpson? Oh, he got them 100%. Well, there you is. One long-lost husband, signed, sealed, and delivered COD. Just make out the check to the cash there, that's all.
1: Well, I'm just about convinced he is my husband, but I would like a day or two to think it over.
3: Well, you would, huh? Well, you wouldn't want to sign the check and think it over while the check is clearing the bank, would you?
1: No, but you'll be hearing from me. Goodbye, my Reginald.
4: So long, Henry. I mean, uh...
3: <laughs> well,
4: uh what do you think, Kingfish?
3: Well, now, don't worry, Andy. I think we got her. A... Wow, what a face.
4: Kingfish, I bet Reginald is still
3: running. Yeah, there, as soon as I see this picture in the newspaper of you and this item about Mrs. Simpson finding her long-lost husband, I come over here to see you.
4: Yeah, Amos, she done thunk it over and decided that I was her missing husband.
3: So you as fell for another of the Kingfisher's schemes, Andy. Andy Brown, I is disgusted with you. You ought to be ashamed of yourself doing this for $2,500.
4: Oh, you think we ought to get more money out of her, huh?
3: (laughs) Oh, look here, Andy Brown. you just going to get yourself in trouble.
4: Uh, uh, Oh, come in, Kingfish.
3: Well, well, hi there, Andy. Hi, Amos. See the item in the newspaper? We're all set. Oh, yeah. You know, I really fed up on you two pulling stuff like this. I don't even want to talk to you. So long. Hmm. Hmm. Nice fellow, Dad Amos, but he ain't got no business mind. Well, I tell you, uh...
6: Wait a minute, wait a minute. That must be Amos coming back. His conscience is bothering him. Come in. How do you do? I'm looking for a Mr. Reginald Simpson. Yeah, well, uh, I as Reginald Simpson. Oh, fine. I saw this item about you in the paper. I'm from the Bureau of Internal Revenue. (laughs) Mr. Simpson, we have a $900 back tax claim against you. And if it's not settled immediately, we're taking court action. Well, wait a minute here now. I ain't... Wait, uh,
3: shut up, you dummy. Uh, Mr. Simpson here will be very happy to settle the claim with the Bureau. Oh, fine.
6: I'll stop back in a day or so and see if we can't wind this thing
3: up. Uh, We have it ready for you then.
6: I'll see you in a couple of days then. Goodbye.
3: Bye.
4: Listen, Kingfish, why didn't you tell him I wasn't Mr. Simpson?
3: Now listen, you nitwit. If it come, if it come out that you ain't uh, Reginald Simpson, we loses the $2,500. Now all we gotta do is to raise $900 to pay off this government fella. And then when we get to $2,500, we are still $1,600 to the good.
4: Holy mackerel, these government taxes is really something. I ain't earned nothing in the last 25 years, but I owes them
2: $900.
5: Now here is your Rexall family druggist. Next Wednesday morning, October 15th, Rexall's greatest one-cent sale begins. The tremendous sale where you get two absolutely top-quality, guaranteed Rexall products for the price of one, plus a penny.
6: Exactly
1: how does that work?
5: Well, for example, the regular price for a pint bottle of Rexall MI-31 mouthwash is 79 cents. But during the one-cent sale, you get two bottles for only 80 cents.
1: You mean I just add a penny, yet I get twice as much?
5: Exactly. What's more, you'll find literally hundreds of these double bargains in our stores. Everything from rubbing alcohol to adhesive tape, from cosmetics to billfolds. Plus, more than 60 super specials on every type of household need.
1: How long does this sale last?
5: From next Wednesday morning till the closing of the store's Saturday night. Four miracle days when a penny more buys twice as much at Rexall Drug Stores everywhere.
3: Well, we gotta raise $900. Let me get in here and talk to Algonquin J. Calhoun. Well, how's it, Kingfish? Uh, say, Calhoun, I want to talk to you, uh, uh, Calhoun, uh, what you doing there at your desk anyway? Who, me? Oh, I just sitting here tearing the paper off of cigarettes. Oh, yeah, I see them do that on the television. Uh, that's pretty good, ain't it? Yeah. But I tell you one thing, it's still a lot easier to smoke with the papers on. <laughs> Is, but look here, now, look here, Calhoun, I got a big problem. Uh-huh. I got to raise $900 in a hurry. Well, now, ain't you got nothing you can borrow on, like insurance policies or something? No, no, I done borrowed on all my personal policies. The only policy I got left is the accident policy at the Lodge Hall, uh-huh. and I can't borrow on that. The only way I could get any money from that if yeah. somebody, one of the brothers, uh, fell in the large Hall and, uh... Yeah. And, uh, uh <laughs> Calhoun, does you think I could? I certainly do. And Andy is the perfect one to take the dive. Yeah. The policy pays $500 now to the injured brother. Yeah. Now, if I can get the insurance man uh, over here to increase, I'll get him over there and have a talk with him to increase the thing to $900. Then stage the accident.
7: Yeah, yeah. And while the man from the insurance company is there, Andy can come in and claim he done broke his leg or something. You might even get a phony doctor to to to
1: back up the claim.
3: Yeah. yeah, I hope it works. Cause I got to get a hold of money to prove to my wife that I got brains.
7: Wife trouble again, huh? Oh, yeah. You know, Kingfish, a thing like this makes me glad that I'm a bachelor. <laughs> uh,
3: you know, Calhoun, uh, you has always been single, ain't you? Yeah.
7: Well, in my youth, I was sort of a timid boy, Kingfish. Yeah, I used to wander out in the woods and frolic in the babbling brooks. You know, King Fish, it wasn't until I was 17 years old that I learned about the birds and bees.
3: Yeah, well, uh, how come you never got married, Calhoun? Well, I never could find a bird or a bee that I was that interested
6: in. (laughs)
7: you are, Mr. Stevens. That raises the payments on your accident policy with our company to $900 per accident.
3: Yes, thank you, Mr. Peterson. Uh, nice of you to come over to the lodge hall here. Oh, that's perfectly all right. Service is our motto. Yeah, you say now the policy is in effect immediately. Yeah. Oh, not that we're expecting any accidents, but it's nice to know them things. In case the hand of fate stepped in and tripped up one of our loving brothers or something, you know.
7: Oh, yes, yes, we can't be too careful.
3: Well, I've got to be going. Well, must you be leaving so soon, uh, Thought you might want to stay around for the accident. I mean, uh, what's your hurry,
7: Well, I'm a little tired today. I've been in court most of the week. Oh,
3: yeah, in court, yeah. Yes, you insurance fellas in court, uh, a uh, lot, uh, while we're paying out money to people that hurt themselves and all that. <laughs>
7: well, uh, no. No, this week I've been in court prosecuting several phony claims.
3: <laughs> uh, my bridge almost popped out on me there. <laughs> Uh, you say you was in court wooden there, was that eh? Filing criminal action
7: against people who tried to defraud our company. Why, last week a pair tried to pull a phony automobile accident. We sent them up for ten years.
3: Look, I'm a bridge again. Uh, I better hang on to the thing. I got an idea. From here in, it's going to be a pretty gummy conversation here. Yes, <laughs> we uh, have another case coming
7: up. Looks like the man's gonna get 30
3: years. Mm, uh, well, naturally, if you're busy prosecuting and everything, I don't want to keep you, so why don't you go on running along there, uh, just, uh...
4: uh hi, Kingfish. Uh, help me to a chair, will you? I just broke my leg on the front step. Oh, <laughs> okay. You, you just broke your leg. I'd like to take a look at that. Uh, Oh, uh, good work, Kingfish. I see you got the phony doctor here already.
2: Phony doctor? Yeah, yeah. I'll just
4: lay down on the couch here, and then we'll be all set when that poor boob from the insurance
3: company comes
2: in. (laughs) Phony
3: doctor's broken leg. Stevens, what's going on here? Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Peterson. I guess you ain't met Mr. Brown here. He is the large hall jokester. The boy's a regular Sid Caesar, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey,
3: what you talking about? I ain't no jokester, Kingfish. Yeah, of course you was a jokester, Mr. Brown. Cause nobody but a jokester would come in here and pretend he broke his leg in front of a man from the insurance company who has already put four people in jail this week.
4: <laughs> you know something? For the first time, I just
7: realizes how funny I is. <laughs> That is quite a prank. Sort of pulling my leg here, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I have a sense of humor. Have to in my business, you know. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah. Funny joke, all right. Saying about breaking his leg in the phony doctor. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Ha, 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 Well,
7: Dr. Calhoun
3: is here. Where's the poor southern victim that done broke his leg? Yeah, well, well, if In, Emma Jean Coker. Come in. So,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
7: I didn't tell without putting my glasses on that this is a $900 fracture. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't notice you had company here, Kingfish. Uh, uh, look here. Uh, this here man that's staring at me with that jailing look.
2: <laughs> he ain't...
7: He
3: is. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, Mr. Peterson, uh...
7: Yes, Mr. Stevens?
3: Will you tear up the policy, or shall I? <laughs> uh, yes, sir, mister. Uh, there is the $900 for the back taxes. Yes, sir. There you
6: will. Fine. Now, this settles your account with the Income Tax Bureau, Mr. Simpson. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. We
3: went through everything to get this money, mister. Uh, we had to take a loan on our car, raise a mortgage on the lodge hall.
4: Oh, yes, yeah, I even sold some of our old clothes.
3: Well, you realize
4: your
6: debt to the Bureau comes first.
3: Oh, yes, yeah, sir. Oh, yes, yeah, sir. We does that, yes, yeah,
6: Fine. Now, I'm taking this money right over to my superior. All right, sir. Good day. Good day, sir. Good day. Goodbye.
3: Well, Andy, uh, now we goes up and gets the $2,500 from Mrs. Simpson... And that leaves us $1,600 to the good.
4: Yeah, Kingfish, it sure is a comfort to know we got Mrs. Simpson and her $2,500 worth of blubber to fall back on. Oh, yeah.
6: Yes, there we are. $900. He settled the claim in full.
1: Wonderful, honey. You know this missing husband racket works even better here than it did in California. <laughs>
0: Friends, this week you have a chance to really cut your cost of living. Rexall's gigantic one-cent sale begins next Wednesday morning. The only nationwide sale where you can buy two guaranteed Rexall products for the price of one plus a penny. And this unmatched offer applies to literally hundreds of drug and household needs, plus more than 60 super specials. Items like bath towels, toothbrushes, vitamins, stationery, priced so low you'll hardly believe your eyes. Take a tip from Harlow Wilcox. Let your pennies save you dollars during Rexall's greatest one-cent sale, Wednesday through Saturday, at Rexall drugstores everywhere. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, visit your Rexall family drugstore. And above all, don't forget to exercise your right as an American citizen and get out and vote. Thank you and good night.
4: See you next Sunday.
0: Remember, Rexall's nationwide one-cent sale begins next Wednesday morning. The sale where you get two guaranteed Rexall products for the price of one plus a penny. Remember, next Wednesday through Saturday, just step inside a Rexall store and buy twice as much for a penny more. Be sure to be with us next week at the same time when your Rexall druggist will again present The Amos and Andy Show. Stay tuned for the Edgar Berg and Charlie McCarthy program which follows immediately over most of these same stations. This is the CBS Radio Network.